right, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you, and we talk about better pain management, we talk about rehab after surgery, we talk about improved mobility, and we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. Kat, welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, listeners, we were having a hell of a conversation prior to this. Well, recorded conversation, but uh, this is going to be a great conversation. I use conversation. That's the fourth time in the, that one sentence. How about that, Kat? You're that important. How are I you love doing? it. I'm all for it. Thanks for having me, Scott. This is going to be a great conversation. It's another conversation. Uh, apparently, we're going to be talking. That's uh, the scuttlebutt on the street is we're going to be talking. All I love right. it. A little chit chat, a little, yeah. little banter. All right. Before we get into that scuttlebutt conversation, go out to Core Physical Therapy. That's corephysicaltherapy.com. I'm looking out at the new and improved website. And if I have a knee problem, I go to a picture, I click on this person and a circle around the knee. You don't even have to think about it. You can get a free screening. It's all out there. You can even find a location near you. Yep. Right there, core physical therapy. Go out. You will not be disappointed. Great doggone website. You agree, Kat? I agree completely. We even made it easier. So you used to be able to like schedule a screen with us. You now can actually schedule an evaluation straight on our website now. See? It's amazing. Amazing. You, you've just, listen, you've just removed any roadblocks for me to do that. I don't know. Maybe I should just do it just because I want to. Get a uh, if I can be the one that finally convinces you, Scott, I'm putting that at the top of the resume. <laughs> and have have a conversation. <laughs> I had a conversation with him, and I convinced Another him to finally do about, an email about my back, my knee, my shoulder, my hip, whatever it might be. All right, let's get cracking. For the listeners, for the wonderful in your corner core physical therapy listeners, give us a little background on who Cat is. Sure. With two T's, not one T. Do not and. Not a C, a K. K-A-double-T. Kind of like Cat Williams. I think I had my name before him, and I also think I'm funnier than him. So that's the good news. I don't even know who uh, Cat Williams is. He's, he's, a, he's a famous comedian. That's okay. Um, <laughs> laugh, I live under other a people rock. Laugh. Apparently, I live under <laughs> a rock. What the heck? <laughs> he's not as funny as you either. So that's the, the other good news. So, I'm kidding. If Cat Williams ever hears this, I'm joking completely. <laughs> um, I'm from uh, New Hampshire. Um, born and raised, kind of moved out of the state pretty quickly, though, went to school in St. Louis, Missouri, went to St. Louis University, got my doctorate in PT there, um, did kind of their advanced program where you go straight bachelor's to doctorate, one sweep. Um, then moved back to Massachusetts, started my career there. And about five years ago, I moved to Florida, joined Cora, kind of vetted all the PT companies here, figured out that they were the place for me. And uh, I've been working my way up since then. I started, I went back to being a PT when I got to Cora. So put in, put in the hours and now I'm a regional manager with them. Yeah. Hey, uh, why PT? Why, why was that? By the way, we're going to be uh, talking about her. Why, if you are listening out there, this is what it's all about. <laughs> why and the leadership, but why PT? Why, 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 why not OT? Why not? I don't know. Anything, management. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It's just something other than that. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, Scott, I've listened to some of your other podcasts and other people have a very heartfelt approach to this. And I tell people that I might not have as much of, of a heartwarming story in the beginning. It took me a little bit of time to find my why. Um, the reality of the, the mission in the beginning was uh, a joke. I wanted to get doctor in front of my name and it, it was an easier way than going to med school. Um, I realize now that maybe that I was just looking for some independence there. Um, I do really like the innovation that PT brings, the creative thinking. I also really like the constant change, right? There's always a different setting. There's always a different pathway you can go, right? If you don't like outpatient anymore, go treat peds. You don't like peds, go to inpatient. So you can always go a different pathway. Um, I also, I call myself a wanderer. I'm kind of a nomad. The ability to live anywhere when I was you know, 18. <laughs> well, that was but, what, two years ago? Thank, thank you. So you. Much. Oh, you're yes. welcome. You're welcome. Oh, oh, you're gaining some points with me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was attractive as heck back then. You know, the mm -hmm. ability to live wherever I wanted yeah. to was, was yeah. a big piece. So, yeah. See, that's interesting. How, how long, and I have to ask you how long you've been sort of in the career of being a PT. I am just over five years, just over a decade. No, just over a decade. No. You've seen a lot of changes. Every time I have conversations with somebody within the profession of PT, OT, whatever yeah. the, you know, the core family of businesses, um, <laughs> there, there's just, just a lot. And it's constantly changing the, the, the tools, the, the science that, and anyway, you're right. It, it's, it's, constantly changing and and yeah it seems like it's right in line with your personality of being looking for something exciting so Correct. now you're down exactly. in uh, so you're now down in in florida right yeah Where you're at. You, i am you sort of managing a clinic what are you doing um yeah so i'm a regional manager with cora um i have from south georgia down to north florida so we've got 19 Cora clinics in that space as long as and as well as what we call a management service agreement. So that's where we take on managing the PT department for an orthopedic practice. So so now you have this doctor in front of your name. Do, do you remember <laughs> just sort of that that it's like, oh yeah, now I'm cat, I'm I'm I we got mad skills. Do you remember that time when you're just sort of walking in and you're starting to really treat, you know, people that are in need? How was that for you? So my first job as a PT, I was a travel PT. And it came with, if I wanted adventure and I wanted change, travel PT gave it to me for sure. Right. Um, the first time I walked into a building, you know, very first job, right? You're expecting all these people yeah. to come mentor you and guide you. And I walk in the front door <laughs> and there's nobody in the lobby. There's no receptionist yet because it's too early in the morning. And this guy walks past me and I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Where's the rehab department? And he's like, oh, are you, are you Kat? And I said, yeah. He said, great. My name is Bob. I'm the rehab director. I'll be in a meeting for the next four hours. Your schedule's on the desk. The patients are on the second floor. I'll see you after my meeting. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Here. And here's the back of my foot to just push you out. Get going. Go fly, <laughs> fly now, fly, fly, little birdie, fly. Yeah, fly. <laughs> yeah. So definitely taught me to be a little fearless. Taught me that you know I can handle a lot. It it gave me a lot of skills of persevering and being resilient. Yeah, and... See, but you walked in there, there. There's something about you where you're just saying, "Okay, I gotta fly." 
I got to figure it out. I'm getting, I'm getting booted. And you, you had to walk in. You couldn't walk in and, and approach a patient saying, hi, this is my very first time. You know, you can't do that. You can't do that to a patient. You're not gaining any confidence of a patient if you walk in like, like that. Oh, for sure. I would, I would say, hello, is there somebody else that, uh, no, no, I'm not going to be talking to Kat. No. Right. That yeah. You're pressing the call button. Nurse, can I get a different PT? Is there anyone? So, yeah. so after that experience, you're saying, okay, I, I, I got four hours. I got to uh, treat these. And then at the yeah. end of the day, did you just sort of go, wow. Day one. Yeah, it, In the books. It was, little, it was for sure a moment of like, okay, well, I made it through. So there's a yeah. step. Um, oh, nobody died on my watch. No one died. And I, you know, the funniest part is I tell that line to all my new grad PTs that I, I meet is, you know, PT, we're not killing anybody. <laughs> we're helping people, right? We are, we are the wellness side. We're the rehab unless, side. Of unless your patient so. saying, I can't do it. You're killing me. You're killing me, cat. That's, That's only my humor that kills you. them. That's only my humor. <laughs> It is, man, because, yeah, you guys are doing great work. And I, I think that, uh, I, I don't know, I, I mean, I, I stayed at a Holiday Inn. I'm definitely not a uh, PT or anything. I, I did talk to uh, Dr. Rick Lehman quite a bit, and now I feel like I can uh, do a shoulder replacement with no problem. But See, there you go. I love it. <laughs> One step in the right direction. One step yeah. in the right direction. I just, I walk with confidence. That's so amazing. Let's, let's the bad news, the bad yeah. news is about Bob is that Bob got fired a week later. And the good news of Bob being fired is that I got the leadership team looking at me who said, well, you're the only licensed PT in the building. Do you want to try being the <laughs> department manager? And I said, I've only been a PT for a week. Do, or, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> You must have exuded some sort of leadership capabilities. I mean, it's, 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 or was it just, it looks like Kat's the last person standing, so that there's, must be the case. I think there's a little fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, I think there's also, you know, one of the things that I learned in those first kind of management positions is the best thing that I've ever been compensated at any job was the knowledge that I could get off of people, right? So whether it was that first day coming in and having nobody to help me, I went and found people to help me, right? I made friends with the CNAs. I made friends with the medical direct. I just, everybody I met, I introduced myself and and tried to pull a little information out of them. And so I think they saw that. Yeah, but you, 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 you bring up a good point. And I think that that is uh, especially more than ever. I, I would imagine you're, you can't just be an island. You, you, you've got to, you got to look yeah. for ways of collaborating and, Hey, I did this. And you got to, you, you've got to be exploring those conversations on a, on a daily basis. I would imagine. Do you always Correct. learn something every day? I mean, do you, do you just Heck sort yeah. of like, like, no, just, yeah, if they did this, you get better yeah. improvement. By the way, if you're out on video, I just sort of waved my hand. It's just, it had, <laughs> had no value whatsoever. It was just me waving my hand. And, I think every day you got to find a way to fail. And then when you fail, you learn from it. And if you didn't fail, find somebody else who failed and learn from their mistake. Because we're all here doing the same thing. We're all just trying to figure out how to do it the right way. So let's talk leadership here. And of course, uh, by the way, uh, listeners, uh, she gave me a litany of uh, of questions to ask. And I haven't really asked any. I just haven't asked. But there's one thing that, that pops in, just FYI. And it's under the... 
of finding my why. And it's there's Tony. Talk to us about Tony. Tony. It's right there, black and white on a Word document right there. I know. So um, I, I left that. You can imagine that I, I stuck it out there for a bit. I, I hung there for a while. But then I, I took my journey. I kind of uh, became this fixer of rehab departments and went from place to place as a travel PT. Um, eventually that led me to psychiatric care and psychiatric care along with uh, substance abuse. And so I learned a lot there, man. I learned how to be creative. I'm probably a very um, non-traditional leader of non-traditional PT because of it. It, it taught me you got to think outside the box, way outside the box sometimes. Um, but really, it taught me about early intervention and preventative healthcare and access to healthcare. Because a lot of what you see is those that are in substance abuse or psychiatric care are because they did not receive early intervention healthcare. And that's actually something that spoke to me about Cora is that mm. we truly do believe that everyone should have access to physical therapy. And so, whether it is post surgical or whether it is pain management, Having PT as a conservative method for therapy or for, for management of your pain um, without a full medication list that can often lead a really rough path um, for those in your future. It, you know, you talk to me about my why. Well, my why when I was young was, was maybe a little fun. <laughs> my right. why going into that world shifted a lot. I learned a lot about people. I learned about access to healthcare, and it really shifted towards this mentality of wanting to take care of people um, and making sure that they had well-rounded healthcare. Tony is the coolest story I got and maybe the most heartbreaking in the same time. So I, I don't know. All my stories end up with me walking into buildings, apparently. Now that I think about this, I, I walked into Tony, too. Hi. <laughs> Hi, God, we didn't meet by walking into a building. What's up with this? <laughs> Fire away. Tony, give us that story. I love it. Yeah. So um, I walk into a skilled nursing facility um, my first day on the job, and there's this gentleman sitting in a wheelchair, um, sitting kind of in this front entry hallway. Didn't really think much of it. Kind of a weird place for somebody to sit. It's the administrative hallway, but fine. You're going to sit there. It's a psychiatric facility. So sometimes people just like to seclude themselves a little bit. Um, I started showing up earlier, you know, I kind of was that person, I'm going to show up every morning as early as I can, soak in as much as I can. I started showing up and he's down there at like 5.30. Now these are locked units. People are not supposed to be off their floors <laughs> before a certain time. And he's down there. So I'm asking a few questions. Oh, don't worry about Tony. He's allowed to be down there. Well, then I walk <laughs> in at, I walk in at five in the morning and Tony's on the floor. Now, mind you, this is Tony is usually bent in half and, and stares at his knees most days with pretty poor posture. And Tony's on the floor. So I go sprinting. I'm running. I'm hustling. And yeah. I'm like, Tony, Tony, what are you doing? Oh, my God. Are you OK? Yeah. What are you talking about? Cat, I'm doing my push-ups and my sit-ups. Get away from uh -huh. me. He, I'm, uh -huh. We're in Boston. So mind you, he had some more creative words to use for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> Salty said, language. Yeah. Yeah. Salty. There we go. <laughs> Spicy. Spicy. Um, yeah. So he says, I'm doing my sit-ups and my push-ups. I said, no, you're not. You fell. Let me get you up. No, I'm not. I do 100 sit-ups and 100 push-ups a day. Leave me alone. And he continues to do them and then proceeds to walk like 200 feet. No one sees this man out of his wheelchair ever. 
And so I kind of kept, it just gave me this moment of like, I feel like I got to get to know this guy a little bit more. No one talks to him. Everyone's kind of scared of him. And he got kind of like deemed as Kat's grandpa. He became kind of like wherever I was, he was. And he just, I don't know, grew a place in my heart. Speed up. I've been there a while. And I finally start to be able to kind of get the inner secrets of some of these patients, the things that maybe aren't written in charts. Um, well, come to find out, uh, Tony had actually um, been in prison previously um, and had killed two people. Um, and part of the reason he was in our facility was by court order. And so the reason people stayed away from him was because of this History. reputation he had. Um, and so what it, it taught me like that there's this gray in life, right? Yeah. It's not black and white. You have these people that maybe you just don't understand them yet. And so sometimes if you don't like somebody, you just got to get to know them a little bit better Yeah, you, and have a little empathy, right? And you just need to listen to somebody to make sure that you really understand their story before you start to judge them. So, yeah, it, it, it was, when, when he was on the ground, was it, was he doing some exercises or was it just like, Hey, buddy, every single morning, every morning, 5am. 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups, yeah. 200 feet every single day. No way, really. To a uh, to a standard that you would almost call militant or jail-like, almost like he may have learned a routine in prison. Yes. That's, a, that's stunning. The the what's interesting to me is is you know, I and it, and it just dawned on me is that yeah. the treatment of patients within the the, the PT world, the Cora world, I always just thought of sort of, hi, I'm Scott. I go into my P, uh, you know, my Cora facility and I get treated. I, I, yeah. and it just, you just brought up an interesting reality is that there's a whole other society out there, this group of people that need those treatments. And especially when we start talking about addiction and pain meds and uh, pain treatment or pain. What, what, what am I trying to say here? Pain management. Pain management. I, I didn't get the management. Uh, I was trying to think about the conversation, pain conversation. Anyway, um, that to me is just so fascinating because that's just, that's, you know, here's the standard. This is if I walk in, I could be complaining. You could tell me to stop complaining. And then there's, there are challenging individuals that you still have to achieve some sort of treatment. Correct. But they're yeah. challenging. Yeah. They, make your, they, they, <clears throat> They still deserve a quality of life. Yes. They still, yeah. um, they need to be as functional as you and I. Uh, they still deserve every opportunity to meet their goals, right? Their goals may look different than what yours yeah. and eyes look That's like, so cool. right? We talk a lot about what the patient's goal is. It's a very different goal when you work in the psychiatric and, and um, substance abuse world. That's an interesting calling. Just is that you found yourself in that world right yeah. that and and providing that care and that treatment in that world so you, you were there did did eventually of course because you 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 like you're a nomad as you can you eventually left that world and and what what was what was that decision like when you're saying okay i i i've been here for whatever yeah. one year because you're only 22 and so you, and then you move on <laughs> Try to yeah yeah 
I like the math that you give me. This is good. I'm going to need to keep you around. Um, I had actually started my own PT, OT, and speech company up there um, and had, yeah, so that was a part of why I was in that facility as I was managing a PT, OT, and speech company for four locations. I then took on being the administrator of that facility and helped them get through some changes um, in terms of of state credentialing and some components there. When we got through that process, and we did successfully, um, kind of uh, probably what some would call miraculously, um, because it is a difficult patient population. So working through change with that patient population is even more difficult. Um, I just, I very truthfully looked around and said, hey, you know, you've done some really cool things. And yes, this is a patient population that you enjoy serving. Um, But I also wanted to make sure that I was serving my life at a a greater level and setting myself up for a long-term vision that I could see myself happy. What is that? That that started with moving to Florida. So, uh, you know, I looked around and said, you know, wouldn't be bad to become a beach chick and wouldn't be bad to live in a place where you can go outside and not shovel snow in the morning and come home to snow and then wake back up to snow. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But so you made that decision. You're saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to buzz on down to Florida. Was that a, a part of the, the that core sort of involvement or what? What you just, Actually, or you just no, said, I, I just I, said, hey, I'm going to Florida. Literally, I, I'm such a nomad that I moved here without a house, without a job. My best friend Skyped a house for me. At that time, we didn't have we didn't have a Zoom and all that stuff going on. This is pre-pandemic. So she Skyped a house and I said, yeah, that looks all right. That's in Florida, right? And she said, yeah, it's in Florida. I said, great, I'll move there. Um, interviewed with 10 companies and, and Cora really spoke to me. So I ended up with Cora. That's bold, baby. That's, <laughs> that's bold confidence. How about that? Yeah, it is. I'm not a boring type of girl. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, given the history that we've been listening to, you've got to have some sort of thick skin. Yeah. You, know, you, you get, I, I mean, what, what people think is important, but you're, you're saying just FYI, uh, my, my, my world is here. That's not that bad. Trust me. You got, you that's got, the you thing. That's, that's, I mean, yes, I have perspective, but I also have what I've learned is an empathy that everyone's threshold is okay. So my thick skin is okay. But if you've got thin skin, that's okay too. Everyone's place is, is important in life. There has to be every level. Um, if we didn't, nobody wants a bunch of me running around, right? There, there needs to be some of me, but there also needs to be some of every other level as well. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you, you sound like you, you just sort of cut right to the chase. And and for me personally, I like that. Don't don't I I am a cut to the chase type of girl. That's a that's I don't know. I, I claim it's a northeast thing, but I am forthcoming. I'm a, a no punches type of just straight to it. Yeah, I I agree. And I'm I'm in support of you one hundred percent. Now let's talk leadership. Sure. Because Let's it's go. on the Word document. But I am going. It says that we should talk about that. Yeah. It's right here. And it's point number five. But point no- Okay. Uh, let me, let me find it. Wait a second. Okay. Know, and, <laughs> there you go. Now, how do you, how do you sort of, let's talk about your, you know, what, what type of leadership style do you, so to say, I bring to the table? Yeah. Um, transparency, for sure. I truly believe that in order to be successful as a team, we have to create a environment of honesty and transparency. 
um, it's okay to say things to people that are uncomfortable or aren't oh, perfect. On. Yeah, but but I but know. you know, you have to temper that sort of. I mean, you don't want to hurt you, people's feelings, right? So as long as I avoid, is, let's just FYI, I'll just say I know I have to say something, but I'll go over here and I'll make some coffee. No, stop, Scott. As long <laughs> as you lead with good intent, that's my rule. My well, rule is. My rule is you can say anything if it comes with good intent and, and if you share that intent. So when you do that and somebody is not used to that, so what do yeah. you do? What do you do? How do you, how do you, how do you uh, sort of help them out? Yeah. So I think it's important. We do what's called, our, or I should say, I encourage my team. I can't guarantee it always happens, but we encourage the team to do what I call setting the stage. And that's introducing to somebody to a conversation um, and telling them why you want to have the conversation, right? So if I need to have a difficult conversation with you, Scott, I'm going to tell you why I'm having that difficult conversation, but I'm going to tell you what I want to do to help you, right? So, hey, I'm going to give you some difficult feedback, but it's meant to really help you. And then afterwards, we're going to come up with a plan together so that in the future, you kick expletive because we all know I'm from whoa, Boston. Whoa. I'm probably going to kick bottom. Kick bottom. bottom. Exactly. Kick bottom. Yep. We're going to do that together. And so while this might be a difficult conversation, we're going to have an awesome time going forward. So <laughs> in your organization, it's like, uh, yeah, uh, Kat is setting the stage right now. Hey, Kat's <laughs> setting the stage. Oh, Kat is. Wink, Everybody wink, watch, nudge, out. Nudge, yeah. watch out. Here's Kat setting the stage. We know what that means. <laughs> Sounds great. But it, it's productive. I'm all in, but it, you're. Hey, I mean, I just it yeah, absolutely. Um, I I agree with you 100. percent I might uh, joke around about it, but yeah, it's it's better. Everybody yeah. wins, you know. And if if you're if you're part of that effort to say, hey, I want you to succeed. I really do want you to succeed. And in my heart, I want you to succeed. Let's do this. Do you agree with that? That I think that that's real important. And hey, quite frankly, the 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 job of PTs. Um, sometimes are underappreciated and we need them. We need, Correct. we need, we need more. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's not easy. It's, it's not, it's not, still, it's yeah. not. And I, and I think that often, um, PTs and, and I would say that the more difficult job than being a PT is being a leader, right? <laughs> now put the two together and, and have clinic managers who are PTs some of the time and leaders some of the time. There's a lot of pressure there, right? Not everybody's so, it, not everybody falls into that leadership. Do you do you do you, Kat, look <laughs> at all of the people and say, Yeah, they've got, you know, they got they've got qualities that we need to sort of nurture for future stuff, right? Whatever it might be. Not everybody other people are like, no, you're you're a you're a skilled technician, you 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 are a clinical, you know rock star but that's where you need right. to stay do you do you make that that sort of evaluation too of course i think it's important to identify where people have strengths naturally i also think it's important to have a conversation with someone about where they want to get to so yeah, 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 i'm going to do the assessment and say hey this is somebody who has natural leadership potential i see some skill sets in them that make sense towards leadership but also i might have somebody who wants leadership who i don't see those those natural easy tendencies in 
well, that's okay. We need to maybe do a little bit more work in terms of development and growth for that person. It does not mean that they can't get there. I can, I can teach you almost anything. I can't teach grit. I can't teach determination. I can't teach motivation. I can't teach you to, you know, I, I talk about sitting on the floor of the director of nursing's office and just listening to her talk to other people for hours. I can't teach you that level of like, I just want to soak it in. If you bring that to me, I'll teach you anything else. I, I can't pay enough for that. See, that's just, you know, when I look at the journey of a PT, it's not easy. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of hurdles out there. There's a lot of late nights. There's a lot of, and, and when you start talking about grit and determination, I, I just think that that's like a, a natural quality of, of PTs. I can't imagine a PT just going, hey, I'm a PT. Hey, how was your class? Ah, I just winged it. There's no big deal. I mean, that, that doesn't work. Right. It's, it's not the case. No. And I think that's why it makes it really kind of an awesome thing for me, right? My job as a regional is to start developing clinic managers and some of those PTs Mm. into leaders. Well, there's so much of a PT quality that turns into leadership very easily, right? You create goals for your patients. Well, you're going to create goals for your staff. You need to get buy-in from your patients. Well, you got to get buy-in from your staff. You have to be able to communicate what you want out of your patient. You have to be able to communicate with your staff. There's so many pieces that are analogous and talk to each other from the PT role into the leadership role. That really, it's easy for me if they just want to try. Yeah, it is. Because I I just look at... nobody's and and i'll just throw this out because i i I know underachievers it's hard for me to say yeah that pt is an underachiever i can't see that i can't there's not a lot of those there's not not. (laughs) it's just the nature of the beast now let's just sort of transition because you've talked about you talked about uh creating leaders does cora have a program sort of like yeah hey uh scott me excellent opportunity to be a leader so i want you to be in this path and take these courses and then we're going to nurture do you have something like that we do um so i think we have a few different directions we've got a really formal path called core leadership university um and so that's a program that you can take both workshops and more long-term programming in um and so that's helpful for all steps though. That's the cool part is that Cora leadership has different tracks for anyone within Cora. So you don't have to just be a PT who wants to be an operational leader. Um, We're going to help even uh, what we call a patient services coordinator, which is our front desk. If they want to grow their leadership skills, they can join that program. If you are in the marketing team, you can join that program. So it really truly is designed around every part of our company growing, not just our physical therapists, not just our clinic managers. Around our clinic managers, there is a whole side piece of really trying to pour into them. Um, So we actually have created locally, you know, I, we do three different workshops a month for our new clinic managers. And all of that is based around um, practical application of the material that they learn in their formal training. And so it's really, truly just get your hands on it. Let's meat and potatoes this. Let's 
what's your problem? Let's problem solve together. Let's put other new clinic managers in the room. Let's practice that together. Let's talk about what's what's difficult for you. Yeah. Um, so, so you as a seasoned pro, did you have to go through that program? I did not. Uh, so I did Leadership Academy, which was part of more of that formal core leadership right, university. Right. Um, that clinic management piece is a piece that I actually created. So I, it didn't exist. You that, see? You're a legend. Apologize. You're a legend right there. <laughs> so with that said, and I, I just see from a, if I look at it strictly from a business perspective, the, the world right. of PT, OT, all of the, those, the, the professions of, you know, providing care. It's growing. It's not decreasing. No. So how do we how do we encourage young people to say, yeah, this is where I want to go? And, and see, I, I struggle with it's like you want them proficient. You want kids to say, yeah, this is a cool profession for me, and you want them to be proficient. Sometimes the, it, the hurdle is so. I, I just I try to find the balance here. Yeah, sure. I mean. I don't think that, well, let me rephrase. I know for a fact when I was younger that people didn't think I was going to succeed. Um, in fact, I was told um, you have to pay for your own college admissions fees, like the application fees, because we don't even think you might get in, let alone pass through the first year. Yeah. When I graduated with my doctorate, I had people come up to me and be like, we're so proud of you because we never thought you'd even see this day. <laughs> And so when you talk about talk paper about right in front of their face and just sort of like, hey, check that out, right? Check that out. Correct, <laughs> right? So maybe that's where my tenacity and, and perseverance comes from. But so when you talk about that, like how do you know somebody who's perfect for the profession? Uh, like Get them in a clinic, have them observe. We love having high school students, even middle school students come in and see what we do. Have them come spend time with one of my PTs. Um, if they think leadership's for them, I'll pair them up with one of the clinic managers so that they really can see what a day in the life looks like. Because it's not always what you think it's going to be. Um, you know, days like Tony happen where you walk in and somebody's on the floor, right? <laughs> so right. getting people in to see it is a big piece of it. Um, and then really, like I said, it's that if you want something, you're going to do whatever it takes to get there. Um, and so and, and do really, you think the community is, is saying, hey, a cat is, cat's working hard. Uh, we want to really support her efforts. Uh, we want to, I mean, I, I can see that being part of the PT community that, that everybody started going, yeah, let's all work together. Let's make this work. Let's help each other. That type of thing. Is that just sort of the the collegial, uh, you know, attitude. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of team mentality in PT. Um, you see it in university, right? Um, a lot of people come from team sports. That's a big piece of how people find <laughs> PT true. is we're prior athletes. We're people who have like done that piece of things. You have a lot of that team mentality. It's also how we function with patients, right? There's very much so mentality of like, Hey, I'm trying something with a patient. Do you mind taking a look at this patient? There isn't that mentality of this is my patient and, you know, nobody else is allowed to touch my patient. It's really, how can we all come around our patients to yeah. get them to where they want to? It's, it really truly is a part of the culture of PT is that collaborative mentality. I love it. See, and I love yeah. that because that's, that really focuses in on the the treatment of the patient and and what's best for the patient and and uh, 
success of the patient. Were you in sports? I was, yeah. And what did you I, play? So I played basketball, lacrosse, field hockey. I was a goalie in lacrosse and field hockey. So maybe speaks to me a little bit that I was I in was team, sports, say, team sports, but in the, the most independent position you can be in. <laughs> yeah, you were chirpy out there, weren't you? You were chirpy. You would sit there and just chirp at everybody. Yeah, and I and I grew up in a boxing gym actually as well. Ah. So, um, yeah, lots of lots of late nights around the boxing ring, lots of bloody noses. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That talk about grit, heck, man, it, that's awesome. That is that's awesome. What's next for you, Cat? Uh, outside, of, it looks like your leadership juggernaut is like literally like this. Uh, Man, I hope so. I leave a lot of room for failure. Um, I talk a lot about like failing forward. That's probably one of the things that I tell people to be the most open about is that none of our journeys are a straight line, right? (laughs) Um, But they all have the bumps and the bruises. If you ask me on a daily basis, hey, what'd you fail on today? I'll tell you. Any of my team members can call me right now and say, hey, Kat, what'd you fail on? And I'll let them know. Um, so, and I think that that speaks to what's next in my journey. It's really just about creating our next generation of leaders who are open yeah. to being really authentic and real and who want to, to come at this with a perspective that leadership's not pretty. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's yeah. about being who you are and being open to letting people see who you are. And if we can lead from that perspective, we're all going to be a little bit better at the end of the day. I'm not a PT, but I am surely uh, ex- uh, inspired by you, Kat. Thanks, Scott. Awesome. Absolutely. Hey, how does somebody get a hold of you? I mean, it's like- they can reach out to Cora, obviously, and ask for Kat Bolduck. They can also email me at kbolduck at corahealth.com. That's K-A-T-T. Correct. Okay. And my last name, Bolduck, B-O-L-D-U-C. And I, and of course, on my notes, I said B U L L D U C. All types of wrong. All types of wrong. It doesn't types matter. <laughs> I'm fanatic. When it comes to it, it's like, okay. You went with cat was an animal. We added bull and was an animal. You went fanatic. I love it. Animals. It's fine. We pretty much covered everything, didn't we? This was awesome. Yeah, it was, man. I'm inspired. I'm telling you. You're I'm a good inspired. guy, I'm man. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> All right. All right, listeners, we're going to have to, I, I want to encourage you. Go to corephysicaltherapy.com. Yes, go there. Get get a set, you know, get an assessment. It's all there. Do it. If you're, and if you got a little pain in your back, let me click on that back. There it is. Gives me all this. Look at that. Gives me all this information right then and there. Corephysicaltherapy.com. You were cool, cat. Thanks. I appreciate cool that. We try. Yeah. Do you want me to buy bumper stickers to say cool cat? Only if they're spelled right. It's got to be the K-A-T-T. That's right. And it as cool as K-O-O-L. I like it. I like where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. It just writes itself. Absolutely writes itself. <laughs> All right, listeners. We're going to have another great conversation shortly. So continue to follow In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. We will be right back.